In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Speaking to the grown and sexy We gon' laugh, cut up and kick it And at the end we leaving with just to lift your spirit Make you wanna revisit, tell your friends take a listen Young folks say it's lit, old folks say we dig it Can't no bitch do what you do What's your name? Lauren Hogan. Oh, okay. I couldn't remember it. Uh, (laughs) 
We're here for another week's episode of Laugh and Learn, ladies and gentlemen. We're glad that you guys joined us, Playmats. Please download us on iHeart on the Black Effect Network or Apple, Spotify, Amazon, wherever you listen to your podcast because this is an audio component. This is how iHeart gets their money back and we get paid and we appreciate it. We so appreciate it. This, this <laughs> week in the news. Oh, this week in the news. Oh, this weekend. Let me, let me do the scandal first. NeNe Leakes dropped okay. her against uh, Bravo. I wonder I wonder if they, they come to an agreement. Oh, I saw that. I saw that she dropped her lawsuit against them. It makes me wonder, did they come to an agreement? or Because I'm sure they got quite expensive for her. Mm-hmm. Well, Andy Cohen and Bravo, that's a lot of money. So, child, I don't know. And in addition to that, today, on a, a lighter note, and it's kind of interesting, I think it's a little significant, Vanessa Bryant was officially awarded $16 million from the county for them taking photos of her husband and son, I mean, her husband and daughter, Gigi, at the helicopter crash site. Good. So weird. Good huh? for, I'm happy for her. And I'm happy she had the money to fight that because I know that cost her a lot of money to fight that. But she got awarded $16 million for Kobe and Gigi. And on top of that, it's weird because today is August 24th, 2022. And you know, those are their numbers is like 8, 24, and 2. So it's very significant. I think that, um, you know, I, I believe in, you know, astrology and the universe and things like that. So I think it's significant that she got awarded this money on such on a day that, you know, has so many numbers that she holds near and dear to her heart. So congratulations for her because that's so traumatic. Like, please just respect the fact that I just lost somebody and you took photos of their... And I don't think Impact had as much hurt on... And it was still her husband. I'm, I'm not going to say... I don't mean it like that. So let me say it correctly because y'all know y'all take shit around with it. But I think that the fact that it was her daughter, I think that was what really got up under her skin. I, and I'm sure it was about Kobe, too. But more so than her baby. Why would y'all take pictures of this baby and, and show that? That that was just... I think that's what really was the icing on the cake for me. Like, because, you know, they they got pictures of Michael Jackson, supposedly, but nobody's seen him when he was there. But he a grown man. It's different when it's a baby. That girl was, what, 11, 12 years old? She was 13, I think. Yeah, that's still a baby. So yeah. I'm glad that she got the money just for that. And I'm hoping it helps her find some closure with this. The, the uh, county, the people who work for the county who show up at these uh, crime scenes and these accidents, they're going to get their shit together because they ain't yeah. going to spend all this damn money. It was um, L.A. County and also L.A. County Fire Department, too. That ain't got nothing to do with my dad. My dad works for the city. That's not his people. Can you do me a favor? If ever we get an email and they want me to come and do a part on The Simpsons, it's an automatic no. Let me tell you something. Whatever happened on The Simpsons in real life, I do not want to ever be on The Simpsons, girl. I think it's so crazy how The Simpsons has, like, just predicted every, like, you know, tragic or sad event that's going to happen. They predicted Trump was going to become president. They said Kobe was going to die in a helicopter crash. The Simpsons, I don't know who their writers are, but mm -mm. they might be the three fates from Hercules or something. I don't know. Had Trump in the coffin. That ain't happened as of yet. I'm, I'm not wishing that on them, Paul Man. But no, they haven't. That haven't. But they also had an episode where they predicted monkeypox. Did they really? Because see, I'm not like an avid Simpson fan. I didn't really watch all the episodes, so I don't know all of the things that they predicted. So they predicted monkeypox too, huh? The only thing they can predict for me is become a billionaire. 
But I don't want no tragic shit, because whatever they say tragic, baby, let me tell you something. If they just said I'm going to go down a plane crash, I'd be a bus-catching bitch. Let me just put it out there. <laughs> I'd take a bus from here to New York. <laughs> That's so crazy. But, yeah, I'm just happy for Vanessa Bryant. I don't think, I don't think you know, money necessarily brings closure to you, because there's, you know, what can really console you at that point in time? But, um, I'm glad that she got a piece of justice in, you know, the fact that her husband and daughter just weren't respected, you know, the fact that it's such a tragic moment. So very happy for her and congratulations to her on that front. So Ooh, she got all the money. I wonder if she got her new boyfriend yet. Um, well see, this is the business side of me kicking in. You know if you get remarried you forego all of that alimony and everything. And not to say that it's about the money, but, you know, part of marriage is definitely the business aspect. It is a business contract. Oh, I didn't say marriage. I said a boyfriend. You ain't got to get oh. married to a boyfriend, baby. Uh-uh. Yeah. But I don't know if you'll ever get over that. I think when I think of her and Kobe, I think of, like, Lauren London and Nipsey Hussle. I don't think that they're ever going to – like, those were their soulmates. I don't think that you ever get over that. You know what I mean? They might just be single for the rest of their lives. I don't know. Because how do you go to somebody else when you've had your soulmate? You know what I mean? It's just that it's not, it's not, it's not going to fulfill you in any way, I feel like. so. Those are both still very young women. They still have needs. They're going to get somebody to fulfill needs. Oh, we shall see. Holding on to the memory and holding on to the money is one thing. But holding on to that pillow in the middle of the night ain't going to hit that spot. So, yeah. I just hope they... Look, I hope they smart enough to be like, yeah, nigga, I ain't giving you no money. This is my money. You can have this part of me, but you can't have none of this money. <laughs> well, so I'm very happy for her. But um, are we going to get into the nitty gritty of what's going on this week? Let's do it, Lori Hoagie. Let's talk about it. We're talking about what we're talking about. The race. We're going to talk about voting and all of these primaries that are happening and that are going to be ongoing. Can I say how proud I am of the Democratic Party right now that they have finally found their damn way? Look, it looks like they found their way. Yeah, I think um, we actually have hope um, for the primaries uh, through the end of 2022 and maybe even for 2024. I saw a report from the, um, I forgot from who, I think it was from the Washington Post today that Mitch McConnell has privately said that the so-called red wave that they were expecting to see is not going to happen and that the Republicans are not going to get the Senate back. Lauren, so, let me ask you a question. You, do you think the Republicans shot themselves in the ass with Roe versus 100%. 100%. Yeah. I think that the Republicans went a little too far right and it's biting them in the ass at this point. And I think Roe versus Wade is a big topic. You know, there are women out there that feel like, you know, abortion is wrong. But you have to understand that I think the the right to choose supersedes that for some women. And I would say especially for white women because it's mainly them. I think that the right to choose supersedes you saying that you don't want, you know, women to be allowed to have abortions. And I think that's what Republicans didn't count on. They thought every all these white women were just Amy Comey Barrett's. Um, and that's just not the case, you know. Women should have a right to choose. And there's more and more instances where women are saying that you are forcing me to carry babies to term. You're potentially threatening my life and saying that you don't, my life is not valuable and that I should just have to die 
to bring this fetus into the world because all y'all care about is the fetus. Once the baby's out, y'all don't care about the baby. But you're really showing women that you just don't care about them. And all these racist white men, y'all wouldn't be here if it wasn't for us women. If we're going to talk about it. So I think it was a huge slap in the face. And um, a lot of women are seeing the Republican Party for who they are. And it's no secret. It is our demographic that wins elections, specifically black women. But um, women truly rule the world. We do. Our votes and um, ideas matter. They really do. Um, Even if society tries to tell us otherwise. And black women are going to rule this country in about the next 20 years. I said, why do you think I'm trying to become a black woman? I know I got a plank. <laughs> why do you think I'm trying to become a I'm not trying to be a white woman. I'm trying to be a black woman. I know what it is. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of um, swing states that are having primaries. Um, Mark Kelly is looking very favorable in um, Arizona. Yeah. Um, Val Demings just officially got the nominee in Florida. So she's running up against Marco Rubio, and shoot, I might even donate to her campaign because Marco Rubio needs to go. Um, the 19th district in New York, which was, you know, projected to go towards a Republican candidate, actually the Democratic nominee won, which is huge and a huge indicator of what's going to be happening. Um, there's also a gentleman in um, Wisconsin who's running for the Senate seat, and I forget his name, so I apologize. But... Um, He's also got, you know, favorable polling for him getting that seat. So it looks like we actually might be picking up a few seats and not losing any. And hats up to uh, Uvalde, Texas, because they just unanimously voted out the, the sheriff. Everybody did. They did it unanimously. So just hats off to them. I know we mentioned it on last week's episode, but I, if we we knew that they were talking about doing it, but they just did it. He's officially out. He should have been. And take ni- all 19 of them officers that sat outside that room with you. Yeah. That coward ass move. And I'm sick of it, Lauren. I'm telling you, I, when I keep watching all this foolishness that's happening at Mar-a-Lago, I think about going to rent me a room at Mar-a-Lago. I heard the rates are at an all-time low right now. You can get a room for like $29 a night. Child, it might not be safe to go to Mar-a-Lago. You might be hitting the crossfire or something that was made for Trump. <laughs> might not be a smart thing to do. Fanatics are out there, and what you said about his his fan base those 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 are fanatics. Fanatics are very dangerous people. They will hurt you or kill you. But yeah. I'm hoping that with all the when all the smoke clears and the dust settles from the government pulling back the wool on all the foolishness that Trump pulled while he was in office and still to this day, that his fanatics, because they're not, they they crazy. Most, a lot of them going to stick with him, but I'm hoping that they see like, oh my God, he was bad for the country. He was bad for the party because he was bad for the Republican Party. And I know some good Republicans. All Republicans are not bad people, but uh, the Trumplicans are different. But you've also got some Republicans that are jumping ship now and are switching parties. So, you know, initially when I saw some of that, of course, I was a little eerie about it because I was like, okay, they're trying to split votes. But you've really got, um, for instance, the Democratic nominee um, that's running up against DeSantis now. He's a former Republican. And he said, I saw him on, uh, his last name is, it's not, uh, I'm a Miss Brown's, I think his last name is Christie. But he was saying on Nicole Wallace's show, because Nicole Wallace is an anchor on MSNBC, also former Republican, turned Democrat independent, that um, 
So Christie has people coming up to him saying, you know, I'm Republican, but I'm voting for you. Because a lot of these Republicans are looking at their party like, I don't recognize you guys. So they may not be jumping ship. They're just voting differently than what they're currently registered as. So that's also going to be interesting to see, too. Well, I hope that the Democrats have picked on what the Republicans have been doing, because sometimes they will run on the Democratic ticket and still have the Republican values. So maybe the Democrats can get smart to do that. Well, that's what I'm saying, too. That um, With this governor that became the Democratic nominee, they called him a moderate Republican, but now he's officially become a Democrat and is, is running as such. And he's running, um, actually, against Ron DeSantis. So that's going to be... Florida actually has quite a few interesting um, elections going on between Val Demings, Marco Rubio, and now this uh, Christie uh, Democratic nominee and Ron DeSantis. So... Florida, um, they are historically a red state, but you never know. You never know. Uh, are they red? Look, are they red and petty? Yeah, that is your petty state. That is the petty state, baby, with all the Republicans and all the damn pedophiles. Not all the Republicans are pedophiles. I don't mean it like that, but there's plenty of pedophiles that run to Florida, so they can see the little blonde-haired, blue-eyed kids. And in addition to that, in other news, uh, Joe Biden is keeping to his campaign promise and is canceling uh, student loan debt. There's quite a few stipulations and parameters around it, but it seems like he's really trying to stick to what he promised the American people um, as he was running for president. Um, he finally, you know, officially signed the Inflation Reduction Act. Uh, gas prices are going down. Mm. Not enough in loss in L.A., but... They are going down. And thank you for that. Thank you for that, Joe. And his wife, Dr. Jill Biden, just tested positive a second time at the testing negative Sunday for COVID again. Yeah. I know like three people that have COVID right now and they actually, it's like really bad. So um, I've been saying this, I think for the past two weeks, I feel like we're in an apocalypse. Um, <laughs> COVID, you know, coming back real strong. We got monkeypox. E. coli, um, polio is back 50 years later, so you can't escape from these viruses and diseases and things like this. It's very scary time, so I'm definitely still socially, social distancing, just like what the CDC says. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic. And at higher risk, 
get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. In the news, Dr. Anthony Fauci has finally decided to step down. As as head in December, he could have been. How you feel about that flame? You know, I love it. He could have been stepped down if you ask me. I'm curious to see who they're going to replace because you know Fauci's been there for a minute. He's been there, you know, since AIDS became an epidemic. So I'm curious who they're going to have step into his shoes to replace him. I hope it's somebody that really do the job because I never feel like he did the job. Yeah. It's unfortunate, too, because while I am a believer in science, I think sometimes um, that's the narrative is that, like, oh, we don't have all the science yet. But I think I also watch too many criminal and crime shows where they talk about how we don't want to dispel panic within the public. So they're not always honest. And I think in some cases that's really what happened with Fauci. More so had an issue, too, with the fact that Trump was saying all kinds of craziness and he was just sitting there and wasn't refuting it. But again, Trump was a president. Don't know what other, you know, consequences or repercussions are going to been. But. It was Trump's power, and Trump proved his yeah. power. He has proven his power. When he get Most of the candidates, the candidates that he has backed have won. Yeah. I think so, on maybe one loss, maybe maybe two, but I'm, I know for sure that one did lose in yeah. Virginia. Yeah, but, you know, peace and blessings to Fauci on his newfound retirement in December. He's had quite a run, and um, I'm curious to see who comes in to replace him to step into those shoes. I hope it's a black woman. Well, you know how I feel about physicians. Um, all of my physicians are black women. I'm a dermatologist, I'm a primary physician, I'm an OBGYN. So. Girl, my OBGYN is a black woman. That's beautiful for you. <laughs> I think that's beautiful. You should I, have a black OBGYN. I was expecting a different answer from you, dear. <laughs> I was going to play along. <sighs> you know, we have to let you feel like a girl sometimes, Flame. I was going to play. Only when it's a chick involved. Exactly. I was going to play. Only when there's a chick involved. You know, as they say, I'm pandering. That's what they say Joe Biden passed his student loan thing for because he wanted uh, 
he wants people to um to vote for him. No, that ain't what it is. Child, I'm just curious to see if he actually runs for a second term. That's what I'm really curious to see if that's gonna happen. Because uh, I think the only way he's going to win a second term is if he runs up against Trump. And the way things are going, I don't think Trump's going to be able to run. So, And unfortunately, Kamala is just silent as a church mouse. I ain't heard from her. I ain't seen her. I don't know what she's doing. Well, so. well I don't know many vice. And, and, and you know I'm not no huge Kamala fan. But in her defense, I don't know many vice presidents that have a whole lot of input. You know that you see, you'll see him here and there, but you know, even even when Biden was vice president to Obama, you didn't see Biden that much. It was all about President Obama. He definitely did. Oh, you saw Biden a lot when he was vice president to Obama. He was always by Obama's side. Oh, you think you think Kamala and Obama uh, and um, Biden get along? I think so. I mean, let them tell it. You know, Kamala was really close to. Um, Joe's son that passed away. Hunter? Ooh, Hunter. Hunter got a video. Have you seen Hunter's video? Child, no, I have not seen Hunter's video, but I know you have. You know I've seen it. Somebody sent me to Hunter was... Hunter was blessed and liked him a sister. I did hear that he did like us. I heard that. He was in the video with a black woman, baby. Yeah, so I mean... You know, Kamala was supposedly very close to him. So I think that they have a good relationship, her and Joe Biden. But I just think also, too, being that she was the first, you know, maybe, you know, you have you set these high expectations because you are the first to be in the space, to be a woman, to be a black woman or woman of color. You know, and it's just especially on the Roe versus Wade situation, she was just very silent. It took a while for her to come out and say something. Same thing with Joe Biden. So. I just think, you know, people are kind of just disappointed. I never thought she would be president. I even said when we had 25 Democratic candidates that I thought she would be vice president, and I was right, because you're not usually in. Um, Absolutely. But, <laughs> but um, it's just like, girl, where you been, you know? Well, no, okay, but so, okay, let me, let me and I cannot believe that I'm, I am defending Kamala Harris. But you work in corporate America. And you're a black woman in corporate America. You think they got our hands tied to some degree? It's a possibility. I'm not going to say no. It's yeah. definitely a possibility. Sure. Yeah. And that's what I think. Because I think she was, she's boisterous. And I think she would do more. Because what I did like about it was that she was not afraid to speak her mind when she was in the, when she was running for office. Right. But she has a position. Maybe they have stifled her. Maybe. And if, and if that's the case, that is disappointing because we, you know, we wanted to hear from her. Child, she had, you know, the sorors, our sorors back in her, HBCUs. We were like, okay, let's do something, you know. And I think, you know, it's almost, I don't want to say tainted, but I think it has, you know, affected her career. That At least her political career that she hasn't, you know, really said anything about it. Because it's like, where do you go from here if you don't get reelected as VP? Or if Joe decides not to have you on his ticket, if he decides to run in 2024, what do you I, do? I'd like to see her come out swinging with this whole, this prosecutor that they found guilty in um, Kentucky for Breonna Taylor. And i also like to see her have a word to come out to say something about the three officers that are on administrative paid leave 
for beating the hell out that white boy down there in our in uh was that in Arkansas? Was it Arkansas? It was Arkansas. Now see that's the real tea. Now all of a sudden the police is just beating people. They're not even just it's not just us. They're going after the white people. Now you know when the white people turn on you, it's gonna be different. I saw that um a town in Kansas, uh the state of Kansas actually defunded their police for um malpractice. So, Do you think we should all jump on board with that, Lauren? I don't think we need to defund the police. I think that a lot of money needs to be taken away from the police. I will say that and put towards other sources, um, you know, like counseling or um, when there is an incident, you don't call the police. They're not the ones that show up, but you have social workers or mental health officials that actually show up to deescalate the, the, uh, the situation rather than somebody ending up dead because the police don't know what they're doing. So I won't say completely defund them, but I think that funds can definitely be reallocated. So that's what I'll say. Well, I'm damn sure uh, looking. I'm I'm damn sure hoping they do some, make some changes in the police department. And when I say I don't think they need to defund them, but they damn sure only need to put people who are familiar with neighborhoods that they have grown up in or with the people that they're working with. Because we talked about this a year ago with George Floyd, and shit ain't changed. It's still as it's bad. But like you said, now they now they not just getting us. Now they getting their own damn people. They're starting to get the white people, and that's when you know that's where the uproar is going to come from. The white people are being messed with. It's going to be a problem. Hell, you got white folks in government saying defund the FBI. They you know, I thought blue lives mattered, so it's crazy. They mad because they went up in Trump house. Trump stole those paperwork. Trump stole that paperwork. Then he said those missing emails came from Hillary. His wasn't even emails. His was a government document that y'all found. Like I, think the, I think the funniest part about that, though, they were talking about how Trump didn't even want to sit through, like, you know how we have White House briefings as the president, you get briefed on things that are going on. Uh-huh. They said they would have to find creative ways to give him updates about what was going on. And so why all of a sudden did you want to take all those documents with you back to Mar-a-Lago when you didn't want to hear about them when you were president. Right. And I think that's where the espionage claim comes in. They say he didn't want to read the documents every day. Maybe he didn't. Maybe his reading is not up to par. Child, they was talking about doing dioramas and all kinds of different descriptive illustrations so he could get the gist of what the hell was going on in the world. But you took all them documents after you left? He was trying to trade secrets. Stop it. But this- he was just golfing with a boy from uh, Saudi Arabia who killed uh, Jamal Khashoggi, the journalist. He was just golfing with him. But y'all were voting for this man to be the president of the United States. Girl, we living in some crazy times. I'm telling you, I think I'm going to run. I'm going to be the president and first lady. I'm going to save the country a bunch of money. It's very true. You definitely would if that was the case. You would save a lot of money. But how would your White House correspondence dinner go? How would you dance with yourself? Ooh. That might be interesting. I you do. I have a hat. Half a suit and half a dress. So I'd be the same person with just dancing with myself. You could flip different sides and give different looks. Right. Different angles. Different people. I love that. And I'd be gowned on one side and suited on the other. You know, we did that for AHF. I had the suit on and then I did the suit. I was there. Mm-hmm. I was there. I remember. Oh, I could pull it off. Gloria. <laughs> if, if anybody could, you could. Oh. That's all I'm going to say. If anybody could, you could. Blame me. The Laugh and Learn audience, we want y'all to do the same thing. We're going to keep pushing this until these primaries is over. Register to vote. 
please make sure that all your ducks are in a row. Get everything together because I'm telling you right now, we cannot drop the ball. And we don't, we don't have the luxury of saying uh, overturning or they cheated us. They're not going to listen to the Democratic Party because Trump and his team, his cronies, have already ruined that for anybody else behind this. So they will be very meticulous in the way they do this. And prayers to Ukraine and to Brittany Griner. Girl, did you see where Dennis Robbins said he was going to go over to Russia to try to help bring Brittany Dennis Robbins, if you don't sit your ass down. Well, I will say, you know, him and Putin are supposedly tight. I'm you know, tight with Kim Jong-un. He's tight with him, too. Like, it wasn't ludicrous when I first, when I saw it, because I was like, Dennis Robin has been cool with all of the crazy militant leaders of other countries. He has been. He's been, like, one of the few black people that could go into these countries and come out safely and then have, like, a meet and greet with their leaders and everything be cool. So, in retrospect, if any celebrity could have gone over there to help, it probably would have been Dennis Rodman. But I saw that the government intervened and was like, you need to stay your ass right here because you're going to mess everything up. Because Dennis Rodman is a bit of a loose cannon. He is. But I wasn't totally surprised. I was like, okay, Dennis Rodman out of everybody, right? He's, he's cool with Putin. So, but I do need them to work faster, though, to get Brittany out. I will say that she's doing a nine-year bid. How much longer y'all going to keep her there? Well, the trade that they want, that guy is an arms dealer. The one that they want from here, he's a nightmare. So they're giving up a monster for Brittany Griner and that other guy. But that guy, is, mm-hmm. he's a monster, Lauren. But see, I always knew it was going to be something. I, I always knew that. So, you know, and it's honestly, it's Russia's MO. And I think that this arms dealer in particular, I was reading about it, it was personal because he wasn't on U.S. soil when we when the country apprehended him. He was not on U.S. soil. We took him from another country and brought him here. So I think this one was always very personal for Putin, but supposedly he served the majority, I think, of his 25-year sentence. So, But um, we'll see what happens. Well, we're praying that Brittany Griner come home. We want that lady yeah. home. And y'all, y'all want to hear my take on it. Go watch Hell of a Week on YouTube. <laughs> we shall remain the guy. You can see my take on it. What's our motto, Lauren? Because our time, yeah, I'm so glad we had this time together. Our motto here at Laugh and Learn is uh, we're never trying to get anybody to change your mind. We're only trying to get you to use your mind. Why, Flame? Because the mind is a terrible thing to waste. And make sure you are registered to vote and make sure you get it all together because I'm telling y'all now, it's coming down to the come down. And please do not think that the primaries don't matter because the, primar- the primaries do matter. It's a great insight into what's happening in two more years. Well, I'll just say voting in general matters. I don't want to hear anything about, oh, I'm tired, oh, my vote doesn't count. Please don't do that. It is, it's ignorant, and I'm going to just say it. And I'm not trying to offend anybody, so if you get offended, clearly it applies to you. Do not say that at this point in time. It is so important for us to go out and vote. I don't care how you do it. You know, I know I live in California. I think I'm, I I know for a fact I'm very privileged in the sense of how we get to vote because we have such a liberal uh, governor. But it's so important that we exercise our right to vote. Um, like Flame said at the start of the show, you know, the Voting Rights Act of 1965 is not that long ago. You know, we had folks that were literally dying to exercise their right to vote. We had people, once they were able to exercise their right to vote, were literally homeless because they were fired from their jobs because they exercised that right. We, as black folks, 
and even more so as women have suffered so much so we could be able to do this. So don't embarrass your ancestors or piss them off or those that came before you so you had this luxury to say, my vote doesn't matter. So Well I'm I'm gonna vote. I'm gonna vote a couple of times and vote all my names. I got four or five different names, my LLC name, he she we <laughs> name I'm roll, all of them shit. But I'm I, it's getting scary, Lauren. It is. It is. But we have young generation X like yourself to help us and teach us and show us. So we appreciate it. Oh, I'm actually Gen Y, but thank you. Don't try to increase my age. Wait a minute. I'm Gen Y. Oh, okay. X is what? What, what year is X? After me. Or I mean, not after me, before me. I should say. Because uh, Gen Y is anybody who's 25. No, I think it's like 23 to 30, like 8 right now. So anybody below that is like Gen Z. Gen X is basically anybody that's over 35 to 38, depending on which census you're looking at. Oh, I'm so old. I must be Generation A. Good God. No, no, you're, you're Gen X. <laughs> mm -mm, I'm not X. I'm, I'm, that, that's too young. You're not a part of the baby boomers. I am. Are you? Uh, what's baby boomer? 60, 65? No, I think you're just in that cutoff. I don't think you're a part of the, you're not a part of the baby boomers. I'm right after the baby boomers. Yeah, you are. You're right after the baby boomers. Good God. Now, let me tell you your age on the public now. Wait a minute. I still look good and move good and still can get it in. Y'all can have this age, baby, because guess what? I still got it. Hey! <laughs> I've proved it in the last couple of days quite a few times. Thank you for joining us here at Laugh and Learn, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you guys. We will see you all on Monday. Malone, are you coming over? You better make it to work on Monday. I will. I'm not traveling for a, a month as of today. It ain't the traveling. It's your meetings. Well, yeah, that too. But as of next Monday, I, I don't think I'm going to be too too crazy busy. So we will keep our fingers crossed. You never know. Yay. Okay. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Thank you so much. Please follow Lauren at Lauren Armani H on Instagram and at Lauren Hogan on YouTube. Please subscribe to her YouTube page. Also, Lauren has created the Laugh and Learn podcast page on Instagram. Follow us there. Or And we have a Heeshiwi page. Also, I am at Monroe Flame on Instagram and Marcus Flame Monroe Parker on Facebook and YouTube is Slay Monroe and TikTok is Slay Monroe 152 or 125. Like it's, one five, it's one two five. Okay, and Twitter is oh please don't. I'm, it's even more porn on my Twitter. Do not follow my Twitter. It's even more. It's just more. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining, and we will see you next week. Hey, don't miss an episode of Laugh and Learn. Listen and subscribe on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Laugh and Learn Podcast is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Our executive producer is Tiffany Haddish. Our theme music is by the one and only Chrissy Payne. Thank you, guys. This is Flame Monroe. <laughs> Don't forget to laugh, listen, and learn. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions. Real sweat, blood, and tears. Real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? 
You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.